This week has been one of those weeks that I have actually experienced what I refer to as cloudy emotional weather. It's uh, there's not anything particularly wrong. Uh, there's you know certainly not any emergencies. There are really no real concrete reasons for not being happy. But I think that is really illustrate illustrates one of the most important lessons that I've learned along the way as a result of years of practicing mindfulness and mindful coping is that no matter how hard we try, and I'm not saying that we should necessarily, or I'm not saying that I should necessarily try, I can, I can only decide what's best for myself. But I know that there are times that for whatever reason, it just, the, the emotional weather feels a little bit cloudy. And as someone who has struggled with chronic depression for most, if not all of my life, I have gotten to the point where mindfulness has allowed me, and if this is available to anyone, there's nothing special about me at all, but I'm able to, because I'm you know practicing being aware of what my mind is doing and what I'm thinking and how my self-talk is and what it's sounding like, so to speak, that I can tell the difference between a real depressive episode that is something that's physiological and just kind of having, you know, feeling, some people refer to it as feeling the blues. It's uh, just, you know, kind of having a down day emotionally. And I think what I found for myself is this is just part of the human experience. This is what it is like for me to be human. And what has caused me so much difficulty, I really believe in, in reflecting back on this, is that when I have felt this way, I don't really know if anyone really likes feeling this way. I don't know if anybody really likes, you know, feeling, you know, having, you know, not feeling great emotionally. There's nothing terribly wrong, but you just, you feel kind of sad. You feel kind of solemn for some reason. You're not really sure why. And I think that there's two things that I can do that are going to make things more difficult for me and cause more suffering for me. And the first one is to struggle to try to figure out why I'm feeling this way. I, I have found that it is sometimes very difficult to know why. And really, at the end of the day, what I'm finding is that I don't really necessarily need to have the answer. Because even if I have the answer, I still feel however I feel. And I know that really having information in this case, it, it makes an assumption that having the information is going to allow me to change something. And that kind of, that really leads to the next thing I'm going to say is that one of the thing, the other thing that has caused me a tremendous amount of suffering when I am really feeling sad or feeling blue is to try to change how I'm feeling and try to force something, to try to make myself feel differently than I do. And it's not to say that there aren't some things that we can do as a pick-me-up, so to speak, things that can make us feel better. But what I have noticed is that while the desire to feel better is not unnatural, clearly it would be preferable, I think, for most people if you talk to them. People would certainly prefer feeling you know, happier than feeling, you know, feeling happy than sad. But it is really just something that I'm finding that anything that I try to do to try to distract myself, to soothe myself in some way. It's not to say that, you know, that I shouldn't do that in terms of trying to do something that's healthy for me that just, you know, but it's the idea of having the expectation that if I do this, 
I'm doing this to feel better. I'm going to, and then what happens is I may do it and not feel better. And then all of a sudden I'm kind of back where I was before. And now it's even a little more difficult because it's already, I don't feel great. And then I'm going to try to do something to make myself feel better. And when that doesn't work, then the tendency is going to be to just continue to keep brute forcing this and trying and trying and trying different things. And it really, you know, from a mindfulness standpoint or an awareness standpoint, it leads me further and further away from where I really want to be. And that is in the here and now. I want to be able to own whatever it is that I'm feeling. And I, I found that the more that I don't run from it, the more that I sit with it, even if it's something that I don't particularly like what the experience is, that at least I'm here and I'm not somewhere else in my head trying to distract myself in some way or trying to get myself to feel differently because I found that the most more often than not when I try to do that, it's really not going to lead to anything positive. It's just going to lead to frustration and more concern about why I can't figure out what it is that I need because really all that I probably need in a lot of cases is to just be in my body, to be aware of what my thoughts are. And that's the other part of this is from a mindfulness or an awareness standpoint that when I'm not feeling great and I'm not feeling completely happy and I'm not feeling, you know, I'm not feeling really uh, at ease that it's a lot easier to feel this way if I'm not thinking about how I'm feeling. And it's come to a point where after years of really watching my mind through mindfulness practice that's available to any of us, I've noticed that a lot of the, the thinking seems to center around trying to figure a way out of this and wondering what's wrong with me. It kind of changes that paradigm where somehow it's something that I'm lacking. If I could just do this or I could just be this, then maybe I would be happier and feel more fulfilled. And I guess what I have also found is that the more that I've tried to chase happiness, the more that I've tried to conjure that up in my life, the more that I've tried to make it happen, I'm really moving away from what really does bring joy to me. And and what really does bring joy is just the simple things in life, the things that are happening all around me. But unfortunately, when I am off somewhere else thinking about how I'm feeling, reacting to it in some way, whether, you know, that, that takes a variety of forms. I can be worried about how long it's going to last. It can be self-blame. There's got to be something wrong with me. I mean, I, I, you know, if I really was doing what I was supposed to be doing, whatever that is, I wouldn't feel this way or I could feel like this is some sort of punishment for something. Now, clearly there are things, you know, the choices that I can make from a health standpoint that can certainly sabotage my my ability to be able to find joy in the moment. There's certainly things I can do that will make it much harder for me to spontaneously and genuinely find joy in my life and feel a sense of happiness and a sense of, of being healthy. But that's really, there again, that's, that's something else. This is really more along the lines of if I'm doing everything that I can to take care of myself, it's no guarantee that I'm not going to find myself here sometimes. And most people I've talked to and people that I've taught, despite our best efforts to take care of ourselves, sometimes we're just going to have a day like this. And when I say we have a day like this, very seldom is it an entire day. That's the other thing is, is that I want to be very honest with myself and with others 
This is something that does pass. This doesn't mean I'm going to feel this way for the next three days or a week. I don't know, and I have no way to know. And ultimately, where I've where I'm finding myself more often than not is I don't need to know, because if I knew, it's not like I could really change anything at all. And that really leads me further away from the real solution, which for me, I'm finding more and more is to just practice and cultivate the ability to be with whatever it is that I'm feeling without the need to control it, without the need to orchestrate the outcome. And I think too, that it really does allow us from a coping standpoint. I know that if I'm having, you know, a day of what I call cloudy emotional weather, and I'm dealing with other people. Just because I feel that way doesn't mean that I am not supposed to take care of my responsibilities. I've uh, run across many, many people in the world who are not having the best day. Things have not necessarily gone their way, and I've been that person as well. And somehow, as we find that we really do have to figure a way how to get through the day. And so when I want to try to cope most effectively... What I find is that turning to mindfulness practice, turning to a meditative practice of just getting back in my body and getting connected with myself again and realizing that I'm thinking these thoughts, in many cases they're self-defeating, that I can, even though I can't, I know that I can't think my way out of feeling this way. And I, I know that certain, you know, there are certain people who find that they can do that. And I'm not saying it's not possible. I just know for me, I've tried that and it does not work. And I certainly think that if people can do that, that's fantastic. But for, you know, for people like myself who, you know, cannot do that and can't seem to do it. And I know it's not anything that I'm lacking. I just know that I've come to a place where I really can't will myself to feel any differently than I do. And I've also found that the more I've been able to practice sitting with however I feel, that there may be some reason for this and I may not understand it. It's not that I'm deserving of punishment or this is sort of punch, some sort of punishment being visited upon me. It's just that for whatever reason, this is how I feel. And I really have no way to know if this is, you know, I can't prove that this isn't the way that it's supposed to be. And it very well may be that it is the way it's supposed to be. And it's just become a lot easier when I have been able to, instead of thinking about it, instead of speculating about where it came from, why it's happening, how long it's going to happen, what I've done to bring it on myself, that I can just be with it. I know that even if I'm not feeling great, the way I'm going to respond to other people may not always be optimal. I may not always seem completely happy and cheery. And, uh, you know, be the most fun to be around. I'm also not going to, because I'm being aware of what it is. I mean, if I'm being aware of my thoughts, I'm generally finding that I'm generally aware. I'm finding that I'm also aware of my actions because most actions that I'm taking really emanate from my mind. My actions end up being driven by the thoughts that I'm thinking, how it is that I'm processing what's going on around me. So if I'm watching that and able to have a little bit of headspace and to be able to be more of an observer of what it is that I'm thinking, how I'm reacting to the way I'm feeling. And I think it's normal for me to react in some ways, but it doesn't mean that I have to take it out on others. That there may, you know, I may be not really particularly loving the way that I am thinking about how I'm feeling, but I don't have to believe it. I don't have to identify with it. I don't have to 
see myself as the person that's some sort of victim that is having this, you know, this punishment visited upon me for some reason when it can just be completely impersonal. It may have nothing to do with me as a human being or as a per well, I mean, as a human being, yes, but as a person that it doesn't have anything to do with my personality, doesn't have anything to do with any wrong choices I've made. It just may be that this is the way it is for today. And so I know that if I want to take care of my responsibilities, I want to be of service to people. I want to be out in life because of every time I'm not feeling up to it, if I don't, if I don't get out and walk out the door and be of service to those that I am supposed to be of service to, if I don't try to do the best work I can do and really be in the relationships that I'm in and really be fully aware of how I am dealing with people that I interact with, then I'm really not going to, uh, it's not going to help my outlook at all. And I know, and I've done that. I've been that person that has spent days, weeks, and you know, almost, it seems like years sometimes in the past, just really hiding from life and shrinking from life and not really wanting to live fully. And I, one of the things that has been the most difficult about making that choice or setting that intention to be in life, no matter how I feel, is that sometimes it does not feel great to be in life and having to do what I have to do when I don't feel like it and when I'm not feeling good about myself, when I'm having my self-esteem is really low or I don't feel like I've got a lot of physical energy or when I feel sad. I know that I can't put life on hold when these things happen. And I think that before I started practicing mindfulness, I, I know for a fact I can look back and see myself and very, I was very, very busy believing what I was thinking about how I was feeling. And it just really, at some point, began to compound and it builds on itself. And it can get to a point where it's very easy to have what I refer to as an emotional meltdown. It can all just be too much. And what I found is, looking back at that, the reason why, in most cases, it feels like it's all too much is because it's all the thoughts that I'm thinking that are too much. That is what I found is so hard to bear. It's not always the situation itself. I've found that it really is a lot of it is the thinking that I'm doing, what I'm thinking about it, my thoughts about it, the reactions that I'm having, the, the way that I'm resisting whatever it is that's happening. I'm bracing myself against it. I'm wishing it was different. I'm trying to do something to make it different. And I'm frustrated when I can't change it because I may very well and most likely not be in a position to be able to change it. And so if I can really just begin to, to cultivate practices that allow me to be more kind and gentle to myself, I know that it all really starts with awareness, that I'm not going to really be able to take care of myself. And I also would say this the other way, is that I'm not able to really take care of myself unless I'm able to, to have some level of awareness and, and hopefully increasing that level of awareness about how I'm handling things in my mind, the thoughts that I'm thinking and the way that I'm processing and reacting to what's going on with me. There's only one way for me really to feel better and also not make things worse if I'm not feeling so great, and that's to pay more attention to where a lot of it is happening, and that's in my own head and my own thoughts.